Hello and welcome to Finding Arizona Podcast. I'm your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is Claudia of Das Photo House. And in today's introduction, we will be changing it up a little bit. In light of all events going on with COVID-19, we were saddened when news broke about the passing of George Floyd. As host and creator of this podcast, I am duty-bound to make a statement for our listeners. And as a son of two minority parents, I feel just as obligated to do as much. Finding Arizona podcast was created to provide voices for all. Our policy is to allow anyone of any race, gender, or orientation into our studio to speak their truth and journey. As we continue forward, we ask our community to stand up with us for justice and equality for all. And at just as much, I would like to thank all of you and all the listeners for allowing me to make a statement. And as we move forward, I would like to apologize to our guest, Claudia, for the sudden change in our intro. We are also hoping that our listeners will understand that this episode, along with a few others, were previously recorded prior to the death of George Floyd. Alongside with the intro being slightly changed, we are also replacing our community corkboard for one episode. We felt it was our part to take action and provide you with a list of Black-owned businesses to support in downtown Phoenix, provided by Lauren Potter of downtownphoenix.org. First, the ladder and Delta, and the Delta. Second, Andy's Shoeshine. Next, Bicycle Nobad. Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. Monroe's Hot Chicken. Trap House Barbecue. Alterations and Creations. Mrs. White's Golden Rule Cafe. The Breadfruit and Rum Bar. Concierge Bistro Bar. That concludes our list, but we hope that you seek out more. We will also be placing a full link with all of the information in the episode bio. As we conclude and go into our episode, I would like to leave you with the emotional words of activist and hip hop historian Killer Mike. Now is not the time to burn down our own house for anger with an enemy. Now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. I hope that you are all safe out there and we will see you on the next episode. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone special every week. And as always, we're going to let that person introduce themselves. Go right ahead. Well, hello, Jose. It's uh, nice to be here on your podcast. My name is Claudia Johnstone. I'm a local portrait and editorial photographer. Um, I met you guys during a shoot for um, So Scottsdale Magazine, but we'll probably get back to that in a bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I'm originally from Germany. Mm-hmm. I have um, a background in architecture and a bit of an eclectic resume doing a, a variety of things. Um, but yeah, I have a, a master's degree in architecture from a German university. I was born and raised in Germany. I lived and worked in the UK for three years um, in Cambridge, yes. which I loved. <laughs> and I've been calling Arizona my home since uh, 2008. Oh, that's amazing. And I, I, Claudia, I would just want to state off, like, I want to thank you for coming in just because I know for some people it's like being behind the camera is the business and you you want to keep yourself behind the, the camera as much as possible. So when people like yourselves who are introverts a little bit, I love when they come on the show because it shows that they really do care about not only their own business, but they really do care about um, their brand and what they are trying to uh, do for a living. Yeah, thanks for saying that, Jose. Yeah, it's de- I definitely prefer being behind the camera than in mm-hmm. front of the camera. And I guess also, you know, being, being in front of a microphone is definitely new to me. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate, I really appreciate you uh, you getting me on the show. So thank you. Absolutely. So let's just have some fun. And um, I'm going to kick it off by asking the question that I've been asking everyone lately is, can you give us a little bit of your life update since COVID-19? Like where are you, where are you, uh, where are you staying in place at? Are you safe? How is the family? How are everything? Yeah, so I, um, my last shoot, my last photo shoot was like the last month of, uh, the last day of March. So mm-hmm. since April 1st, I've been staying put, basically. I've not done any shoots. I'm staying in my house. I live in Phoenix, um, 32nd Street and Shea, that area, which I love. I love the area. Great for hiking and, yes. um, and and everything else, biking. So, yeah, I've been staying here at home. I've gone to the store a couple of times, as I guess we all do. Um, but I've also uh, experimented a bit with, um, with ordering online and for oh. pickup. Nice. Or delivery. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So I'm trying to do that. And honestly, I think that I might continue doing that, at least the pickup, not so much the delivery, but yeah. I think the pickup is a, definitely a great alternative to going into the store because, you know, from making my list um, and coming home and putting all my groceries away, it was mm-hmm. like a matter of 45 minutes versus what, an hour and a half? Or yeah, something. that's so, I, I agree with you. I've been on that same kind of uh, kick of like go, doing the pickup and the and the delivery and things like that. I definitely prefer the pickup. I'm kind of that person that likes that's, to yeah. feel somewhat like I'm doing something at least half, meeting the halfway mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus it's obviously less expensive. You know, there's that aspect too. Mm-hmm. And I guess we're all trying to save a bit of money when we can. Just, you know, with the uncertainty um, that we're in right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm trying to, so I'm trying to just stay sane. I was actually sick the first couple of days in April, and I was wondering if I actually may have had the virus. Oh, wow. But I I had a hard time getting tested because my 
fever wasn't high enough. Gotcha. So I never got tested. But I talked to my doctor. Maybe I'll get maybe I'll get a test done here in a couple of weeks, the antibody one, you know? Yeah, because they are becoming more uh, readily available for everyone to be tested. I know a couple of places that have announced okay. that they have some free slots open for weekends and stuff like that. Yeah, I know they're doing those blitz testings right now, but I think they're just for actually the, the virus. Like mm-hmm. if you Showing it. symptoms and things like yeah, that. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, and then I, um, you know, during that time, it was kind of on and off my symptoms, but I also decided to plant a garden on the side of my house. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to do it because there's, there's a place, it was already prepared. I just needed to, you know, dig out what was growing, what weeds were growing and, and get it ready. So, yeah, that, that's been very uh, interesting. It's, it's, you know, just nurturing something, seeing it grow. And it's even inspired some poetry for me. So that's it's, beautiful. Uh, yeah. And that's one thing I think where I try to stay a bit sane with everything going on, like journaling and, uh, you know, go looking inward a bit, reflecting, writing. And um, also I'm playing the guitar and singing, which. That's really great. I didn't even know that you knew any of that, like other like uh, art things like you know music and things like that well I think I've kind of neglected it just because also maybe lack of time or mm-hmm. not, not making it a priority I mean let's face it we all can make time for things if we really want to but um you know having this extra time is just allowed me to do that so yeah it's yeah. kind of my creative outlet I guess doing this time. absolutely well let me ask you this as someone who's so creative and someone with so many um abilities to you know to create through music or through other means, why, you know, let's backtrack a little bit. Why did you choose photography and what made you, you know, so in love with it? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I've always enjoyed visual, the visual art, anything that has to do with, you know, even painting or, um, you know, photography. But um, when I, you know, I took like a class in high school or something, but, you know, photography before digital was was quite expensive. Buying film, getting it developed. So I think the switch to digital allowed me to um, to get more into it. Yeah. I mean, I did have a film camera, and I always enjoyed that. But I never got away from like the automatic setting, you know. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and so then, what happened when I moved here in 2008? Um, you know, the market was obviously terrible with with uh, with the you know the crash. Housing crash. Yeah, exactly. So finding a job in architecture because I worked in architecture in Cambridge in the UK, but coming over here, it was just it was super difficult to find something. And uh, I ended up working in marketing in a job that that company you know ended up going under. So yeah, at that time I was. And even even before you know that company ended up going bankrupt, I was thinking you know, I was starting to play around with with digital with my digital camera, mm-hmm. and actually my dog, he was my muse in a way because Aww. I, yeah he was I um uh, he's such a sweetheart he's a black lab and uh, we all out my entire family was in love with him my husband my ex husband now and my my son but anyway so. That he was my muse, and that I practiced on him. Right, yeah. I had him at home to practice with, and uh, I got like a 50 millimeter 1.8 lens, and I just played around with it. And I was like, oh my god, this is actually not bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I 
I was playing with that idea for a while, but I didn't have the confidence, I suppose, to just make that decision. Mm-hmm. So when that company went bankrupt, I, I, you know, I, it allowed me a moment, even though it was, it, 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 you know, it wasn't necessarily a pleasant thing that happened to me. It still allowed me to look at what I wanted to do next. Yeah. And um, so I contemplated go back into architecture, but it would have really needed me to, you know, re, um, just to learn new things, to um, mm-hmm. to get certified, and you know, it would have cost me a lot of time and money to do that. Yeah. So that's when I was like, well, you really love photography. Why not try this? Give it a shot. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, so that's. That's kind of what I did. I ended up writing some, res- writing some, um, uh, you know, sending some resumes to some local photographers. And at the time, I didn't have an idea really how this whole thing worked. But uh, long story short, I didn't get anything with like a local photographer, but I did end up getting a job in school photography. Okay. So I did that for like a year and a half. And then I, you know, wasn't, you know, glamorous, but yet I learned a lot. I learned a lot, met wonderful people. And then after that, I got an internship with a, not internship, but I started working for a commercial photographer, uh-huh. then a portrait photographer. So yeah, so gradually I, you know, I learned, I just got to learn more. I, I took some classes. Basically I'm self-taught yeah. and um, along with some college classes. And then in Four years ago, nearly four years ago, is when I got that big break with editorial photography. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. That's how I met you guys. Oh, I just was really curious, too. I mean, we usually ask people, like, what was that aha moment where you knew that you could turn this kind of, you know, the going from uh, working with a commercial company to becoming independent? Yeah, that's a good question. Um yeah, I think it was just it was just a process. I mean, during that time, I was already kind of setting up, you know, my own shoots and doing my own shoots on the side. Mm-hmm. But I think after a while, you know, it's gaining that confidence, yeah. feeling confident in your abilities. But let's face it, having a business, it's not just about the talent. It's about it's 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 about the business. It's knowing about mm-hmm. um, how to run a business and. That is something that even now, you know, you're never done learning. Yeah. And at the moment, having this downtime, not actually shooting, uh, it's allowed me to focus more on my business and and also, yeah, re- refocus a bit more onto what I wanted to do initially, which is pet photography, dog oh, photography. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's a nice pivot. Yeah, yeah, like I said, my dog was really my muse, and yeah. I just know and. Can, can relate to how much you can love a pet. And I know you guys have, what, a cat and a dog, right? We have uh, two cats and a dog. <laughs> I remember your cat was sitting on my equipment getting comfortable. Oh, right? yeah. She's so used to being the diva and just being where she wants to be that she loves just when new people come around. So she has new things to sit on. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, I'm not that familiar with cats, but I thought that was adorable. I remember taking a picture of it. She was very taken with you, by the way. She really she really enjoyed having you guys there. Oh, well, that's nice. Thank you. See, maybe we need to do a pet shoot with you. That would, that would be fun. We would love to do that with you guys. I would, too. That would be great because I don't have that many shots shoots with uh, with cats yet. So okay. 
Yeah, we yeah. can make that happen. We got two of them ready to go. <laughs> Brittany, yeah. Brittany would actually love that. I would, I would dare to say she would really love like a really nice picture of the cats and the animals together at least. Oh, that's awesome. No, I would, I would love that because I mean, let's face it. We, you know, we, we, we have such a special bond mm -hmm. with our beloved dogs, cats, or, you know, any, any creature for that matter. And, yeah. you know, I'd love to capture, um, even, you know, having the, the, owners sounds terrible you know but the the the, um, the mom and dad if you want to call it you yeah, know the family <laughs> yeah exactly even having everyone in there I love to do that you know showing the connection and the unconditional love and that that bond that, um, that, that'll just make you so happy to come back to our house because we didn't have the original image of our wedding photo which had the dog in directly in the center of it so when you come back to the house and you'll see that photo on our wall because we weren't done uh processing the photos so now we have like a whole slew of wedding photos on our wall now that's adorable i'm glad you're doing that because unfortunately a lot of people don't print their images so i'm glad you you decided to do some wall art with those, Absolutely. With those photos. yeah we uh we're very you know we're very much <clears throat> those types of people like we really do enjoy kind of the physical pieces mm -hmm. to having and enjoying those moments especially as big as a wedding and as big i mean we put a lot of hard work into building and making our our dream uh wedding venue which is our own backyard but it, it was it, i think it was something else that was like just the overall feeling and everything it's a big moment we we wanted to remember it forever yeah for sure and I'm guessing you may have also gotten an album. Yeah, yeah, we no? did. Yeah, we did. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I offer albums, too. They're actually handmade in Italy and very oh, unique wow. style. And they, they come in like a box yeah. so that you can set it, set it up on a shelf. Oh. And it almost looks like a framed print. But then you can take off the, the transparent lid and then it, there's your album. Wow. So, yeah, I love that. Well, that's just so incredible, and that shows the uh, the ancestry of uh, kind of where you're where you're purchasing from, the kind of the uh, kind of <laughs> artistry that comes from that country. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm meaning to ask, you know, with your um, do you still have a lot of family uh, back in in Germany? I do. So my side, yeah, my side of the family is all still in Germany. I have two brothers, two older brothers. Um, my father's still alive. Unfortunately, he's in a nursing home now. Mm -hmm. um, I have a niece and four nephews. So, yeah, and usually I try to go and visit them every year. Okay. Last year, I ended up not going um, just because I, you know, was working with, with you know, through some stuff. And um, I just decided to take that time um, yeah. Just, you know, stay here. But now I'm regretting that because I wanted to go this year and I have no idea if I can go. That is so in, that in, it's crazy. It just in a year, like not even a year, like in a couple of weeks that yes. where everything kind of transitioned, it was so it was so dramatic and so fast that you didn't have time to process or even think about later down the road or later, you know, like so far ahead into the future. You didn't think about the effects uh, that would kind of trickle out of this. So I'm, I'm so sorry about that, but I hope that the family in Germany is doing well. Yes, uh, they are. Luckily, they are. And I'm usually in touch with them. We have like a What's, WhatsApp group. And WhatsApp is huge in Europe, by the way, and it's a great app. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so I'm usually in touch with them. And obviously something important happens. We, we post in the group or just something uplifting, just saying hi, mm-hmm. sharing, you know, sharing some thoughts and pictures. So yeah. nice to stay connected that way. Um, are any of your family members like artists like yourself with photography or any kind of like background in art? Um, no, unless, well, they, they are carpenters. So they oh, have nice. For it. Yeah, both of my brothers and actually my uh, the company, the business, my, the carpenter business has been in family owned since 1822. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah, so they there's definitely I think that you know the appreciation of it. And do, do you guys work together at all? Maybe you do photography for like a book that they put out or something like that. Uh, no, not yet. But you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, that would be like I would imagine. This is how my family works. They figure out they figure out something that they want to do, and then they try and incorporate me into the mix as well. <laughs> I love that though. That's yeah. beautiful. I love it, too. It's just a way to just help uh, generate family business, I I think. That's the kind of idea that they want to just kind of keep pushing for everyone to do their own thing, but help one another. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's a great idea. I don't know. Maybe I should brainstorm that a little bit. (laughs) That'd be fun. Um, So here's my other question I've been kind of uh, racking with is what as a business owner did you have to transition to or at least um, streamline with your business to kind of help you guys stay afloat? Because I know that's a difficult decision for some people. I know we just previously did an episode with a a gym and they had to shut down their whole, you know, uh, brick and mortar, all the gyms that they, you know, owned and things like yeah. that. Those hard decisions, you know, what did you have to do to streamline your business? Well, I mean, not just not having any shoots, obviously not yeah. rating income. So what I'm trying to do is um, I actually just posted an, a special offer on uh, Inst- my Instagram and Facebook page that uh, like it's I called it a quarantine special for, <laughs> for, Good for, one. People, for people who I photographed in the past um, to see if they wanted images from those shoots and you know as you as you know I mean I, I shoot I've been shooting a lot for Richmond Media Group so you know so Scottsdale and Uptown Phoenix and I actually counted I uh, kind of did a rough count on how many I've done I mean there's been yeah. close to 600 shoots that I've done for them that's incredible four years yeah so there's obviously a lot of uh, material there and, um, you know, just kind of bringing that to people's attention. Cause I think that a lot of us, cause we have to stay put, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, and are probably concentrating on looking at, you know, how, how can we get through this obviously, but working on marketing, working on maybe their website. Um, so my thought was, okay, well, why not give these people like a special deal? So I'm giving them like, you know, at least 50% off, depending on what image they want. But um, so I think that's a, you know, something that I can do. And yeah. I, I can give back a little bit uh, to encourage people to, you know, just keep on working and, and keep on plowing through. And then also like for any new shoots um, through the end of the year, through November, um, I'm giving like some extras for that as well. So that hopefully once restrictions get lifted a bit, I mean, honestly, Jose, I think we're going to be with this for a while. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to work around it and with it. So luckily, you know, with social distancing, I can still keep somewhat of a distance when I do a photo shoot. Yeah. Right. Um, just using a longer lens, for example. 
Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that that um, I'll, I'll still be able to to do some work afterwards. And obviously, I'm hoping that the editorial will pick up again. We just have to we just have to rethink things a little bit and have to improvise. I, you know, that's so you brought up a good point of things that you're doing for your own business to kind of help facilitate, I guess, new, um, new, the new, uh, new things to help you and your business show that you're making uh, strides to stay safe and things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, what can people kind of anticipate, I guess, from the photography world as far as change? I mean, are you guys anticipating that most photography shoots are going to be fully masked, you know, people at the shoots? Or what are mm -hmm. things that you you and your business are going to be doing to help, uh, I guess, stay safe for not only yourselves, but the people that you're shooting? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm guessing the masks will will be an aspect. Obviously, I'm not going to photograph people with a mask on because that <laughs> would. Be good. But you know, I I would um, I I would make sure that um, I provide whatever I can to make people feel safe. So I would, yeah. I would wear a mask. And I then, know you had a second person with you that day when you shot yeah. us. I meant like you, you and your employees and things like that. Yeah, which is actually very rare. I usually work alone. Oh, but, okay. Yeah, but. So that that would be the first thing, yeah, sure. Where you know, wearing a mask, and then also because I usually shoot on location for the editorial, and mm -hmm. I don't because I don't have a studio. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting because obviously, ideally, you would shoot outside. Yeah. Right. Not having to worry about any any virus floating around in the air. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and unfortunately, with the weather here, that's going to be tough in the summer. Yeah, um, it's a lot hotter and a lot more. Yeah, yeah <laughs> a lot of sweating. <laughs> exactly. So it's either, you know, doing them really. Yeah, actually, probably just either doing them really early in the morning, right after sunrise. That might be an option mm -hmm. or um, finding locations where you can keep that distance. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just homes that are maybe big enough or renting a studio. Yeah. So I think. Yeah, that's something that is not necessarily completely set in stone because, you know, again, we've not been there. Yeah. We all have to reinvent ourselves a little bit. But I think it's doable. I'm not, you know, I'm not that pessimistic, to be honest with you. I, I choose to be optimistic. Maybe. That's good. I'm the same way. I'm just I'm just kind of, you know, floating the um, the the question, because, you know, for some people who are listening that are interested that want to use you as a photographer, they, you know, new changes are coming out every day about what people should and should do. And, you know, people want to feel safe with the, who they, who they work with. And so I think showing that you are taking it seriously and that you are doing the things that you need to do are, are going to let people just really understand that you are showing the care for not only your business, but your employees and everyone working with you. And, um, mm -hmm. it, it's just really, I'm, I want people to understand that everyone is working so hard through this and they're doing everything they possibly can to do, make business happen, make, uh, make things happen. I know, exactly. And I think it's also a matter of, you know, obviously talking and talking it out, figuring things out together. Mm -hmm. I think it's not so much to where I could just say, oh, this is how it's going to be and no other way. Um, I mean, even, even just in general, when I do a shoot an editorial, you know, because they're called it environmental portraits because you take the yeah. portrait at the place of work or trying to somehow incorporate that person's story in, a, in an image. So 
I think it's just a matter of brainstorming together, coming up with the best solutions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely someone that's, you know, happy to, yeah, come up with a solution together rather than just saying this is how it is and, and no other way. I mean, I'm usually kind of hands-on. <laughs> that's just the thing. <laughs> When I, when I um, you know, when I take photos of people, I might be like, oh, let's fix the hair here. Yeah. Can I, do you mind if I fix this? So obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I'll tell you what, that really helped some, you know, for us, especially because we didn't, we, you know, that was our really big first time shoot like that. And so we were just so, um, we were like your puppets. We wanted to be yeah. someone that you guys, you know, were easily handled to work with and things like that. So we were yeah. so happy that you were hands on like that. As well. well, thank you. And you guys did great. I mean, come on. You guys are so easy to photograph. So <laughs> oh, thank viable. you. Really? I mean, they, they were so genuine. And uh, yeah, no, I, I loved them. And I mean, I, I'm glad we got some inside of your studio and some oh, yeah. out, just to, you know, the variety to, to pick the best one. Yeah, we you really did take advantage of the whole like household that we had. So I really <laughs> appreciate it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually kind of like doing that. It's like almost nice to not always have a complete concrete plan mm -hmm. and just be, um, you know, inspired by what's there. And then yeah. work with it. I, I do enjoy doing that. Actually, it makes it more fun and less boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. You have you have a very special gift of yeah making uh, the impromptu decision like the, the really game changing play where it's like let's go outside and let's try something a little different mm -hmm. so that was that was very like i i would have to say it's like i'm glad that we chose like they chose the outside photos because that yeah. was the kind of the audible that you made is you know going outside and so that was such a right choice though good so. i'm glad you i'm glad you agree with that it's you know that's always obviously a iffy one like you know, the creative director might pick one that people won't like. But honestly, I've in the past, I've not really had that happen. So not to my recollection anyway. <laughs> so, no. But you also, I mean, Jose, just honestly, like right now talking to you, I was quite nervous. <laughs> but uh, beforehand, but you're making it very comfortable. Oh, thank you. I, You know what? And this is really, uh, in all honesty, it really does. People... When I told you it's like a conversation, it really does. I want to make it feel like, again, I am genuinely curious about who you are as a person and what you do. And so really, it's just about making people see and understand that there is something deeper than just a business owner. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're all we're all humans, mm -hmm. you know, have ups and downs. We um yeah, and and this and this these are these are very um, challenging times for everybody. And the thing is, too, I was talking to some other uh, creative, uh, you know, artist friends the other day, and you know, this whole idea of us, you know, so the ones that are able to stay at home, we're fortunate to be able to stay at home, yeah, be safe. And I'm so grateful to all those on the front lines, you know, like obviously healthcare workers, police, firemen. Uh, grocery workers, you know, that are uh, grocery store workers and, and, and all these stores that are open that, um, yeah, that, that are out there. And, they, you know, I'm staying at home for, for everybody. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's and, and also I feel like I was saying that again to my friends the other day, like this whole thing of like working on myself while I have this time, a lot of self-reflection and uh, it's almost like, hey, if I can come out of this a better person, a better business person, whatever, then, you know, then that's kind of like 
honoring other people, I suppose. I like that idea. I mean, there is something that um, says a lot about someone who's taking full advantage of whatever time they have available. Like you said, there are there are so many people out there that have to be in the line of fire and have to be there. But for those of you who can stay home and get, I, you know, one of the things that I've been saying is watch what happens after we come out of this, because there are so many creative people that have so much creativity bubbling and ready to come out it is going to explode and be off you know just it's so many things that are coming to come out of this moment and i want to ask you as someone who has started to create you know different things with your time are you thinking about you know maybe publishing some of that poetry or you know trying to create mute like a full-on album or create music or create a song things like that are you looking to maybe you know open the doors to new things and be you know try out being something other than a photographer yeah that's a good question i wish i was that good that i could say <laughs> well, yeah, sure i'm gonna post a song and play it and bring out an album no that's not gonna happen <laughs> but you know just just the just the good vibrations that you feel when you yeah. play thing is enough like to lift me up and it, because it's true like I'm not sure if you knew this, but singing mm-hmm. like like lowers depression and anxiety. Oh wow, yeah, I did. Yeah. I did hear something like that, and I, I'm curious. I'm always um, trying new things and trying to. There was one thing that I've been doing with Brit is that w- during our bedtime before we go to sleep, um, you know, there are these. I guess, wavelength tones that you can play to help stimulate your mind in frequencies and things like that. So we listen to those before, you know, going to bed. And I I always think that they help us reach a better sleep state. Oh, that's good to know. Is there like, you probably have an app or something. Maybe. Yeah. There's like, there's an app or if you want to get really like non-fancy, there's YouTube channels that you can just look up And they can just you can play in the background of either your phone or maybe something on your TV, whatever it may, whatever you use to play music. You can kind of right. like play that in the background. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'd have to check into that. But to your question from earlier. Yeah. So the singing, not, no, nothing professional. Definitely not. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm just curious, like you are you are creating more and more. So I'm cu- I'm just curious what, yeah. you know, besides the photography, are you looking to jump into anything else? Well, honestly, I think the writing has been very, um, uh, I don't know how to call it. It, it, it's how it helps me declutter mm-hmm. the thoughts in my head yeah. and the emotions. Yeah. And so that, I think, is something I want to keep on doing. And, yeah, possibly um, publish a book with photography and my poetry. I would actually love that. And that's yeah. been a thought mine for a long time wow. maybe combining images my photography yeah. with it. that would and be beautiful I, I i would encourage you to do so because the idea of having a table book but you know there has to be more than just i feel like there has to be a level either an add-on of some sort or kind of a given back and forth to help stimulate the person that's going to you know the, take this book and open it up and, and kind of flip through it. But I feel like there's has to be a level more. And so adding a, a level of poetry to it, I think would be a, a beautiful addition. Yeah, no, I think so too. And obviously poetry can be, you know, it's very personal in a way. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure not everything would be, um, would, would, would work for this, but 
No, I mean, it's definitely been a thought of mine for a while. And, and again, I was speaking to another photographer friend, and he's actually working on a book right now because yeah. he's using this time as well to write. Yeah. And that that sparked that interest again um, in me to to possibly do something like that. So, so yeah. Yeah, I really do. I really do hope that you decide, like, choose to do so, because I I think you have a, a, a real opportunity to make something that you'll feel very proud about afterwards. And it's also, again, something I think to honor this time because it's mm-hmm. so unusual. It's so different. It's not you know something we've never experienced. And it's not all just negative. I, I don't know if you've seen. There's this video out there. I think it's called The Great Realization, mm-hmm. um, Einstein's 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It, it really uh, shows what the possibility of, you know, of all the positive things we can take out of this crisis. Yeah. For you, for humanity, really. For yeah. Mother Nature, for, you know, for humanity. Um, and I'm hoping that that will do that. Because I don't know how you felt, but, you know, before all of this happened, it's we're always on the go, aren't we? It's mm-hmm. go, go, go. You know, I gotta go. Yeah. I don't know, but I gotta go somewhere. You know, there's always that that thought and not having that pressure to have to go somewhere is actually kind of peaceful. Yeah, I totally. I've been able to maybe see something similar to what you're talking about. I've saw a post from Facebook that was um, breaking down kind of the silver lining where, you know, people are at home spending more time with their children, you know, we're inside. So we're not commuting as much, meaning less smog, meaning um, nature starting to heal itself. You know, the ozone layers back, you know, had a higher healthy level. You know, all of these things are ripple effects of us. You know, what it shows the effects that we do on Mother Earth. And so, yeah, yeah I, I, I totally I've tried to kind of the same thing, kind of see the silver lining in this moment and and hope for the best. You know, that's kind right. of who I am. Yeah. And that's what we have to do. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to Japan in April, actually, last oh, wow. month. Yeah. And of course, I we had to postpone that. Yeah. You know, definitely. But there's just so many, many things, many changes that we had to have to endure but life goes on even Uh, totally i i i understand and so here's here's something that we can pivot to is i i want it sounds like you are someone who is very experienced and has well connections so one of the things that we're asking everyone is i don't know everything i'm just a an advocate for advocators so what are you uh are you promoting anything or is there any nonprofits? profits that you're helping or any um any place that you know of where photographers that need help you know with their business can lean on uh, or turn to for this time of need yeah there's actually a lot out there a lot of people are doing good things for each other and companies as well i think adobe was giving away two months for free or something like oh, that wow i did not hear that photography plan um don't quote me on that (laughs) (laughs) worth checking into um ppa which is professional photographers of america they're offering like two months of free membership um and they have a lot of valuable information on there Mm -hmm. i keep on getting things um in the in the emails about yeah free stuff um i think it's just just worth even just googling it because there is a lot there a lot of free stuff um, I personally 
am involved in three nonprofits, local nonprofits that I volunteer for. Mm-hmm. One's a dog rescue. That's Aww. DLR, which is Desert Labrador Retriever Rescue. That's been beautiful. Volunteering with them since 2009. And um, so, of course, yeah, you know, rescues, they even though they may not have that many dogs right now. And that's a good thing, right? Because everybody is adopting dogs less yeah. than that. Because they don't want to be alone at home or something. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's a good thing. But, sure, I mean, obviously it's things are going to change. So they, could, I'm sure, could, could use some money. And then I'm also volunteering for Kids in Focus. Mm-hmm. It's a nonprofit working with at-risk youth and okay. with the media photography, giving them a new lens on life, a new look at life. Yes. Yeah. So that would be a great um, nonprofit to donate to. Unfortunately, well, luckily, we were able to finish. We just had a, um, a three-month the, f- the first two months of the year, we did a program with uh, with Kids in Focus, and we were supposed to have the opening exhibit, I think it was April 8th, so obviously that's been postponed. Yeah. So hopefully that will happen again. And and then the other one I'm a member of is TEOE, Through Each Other's Eyes, and that's the one where I was going to go to Japan with, because mm. we did a change with Japanese okay. photographers. Oh, Okay. And yeah, so let me see. So as far as specials that, did you say specials that I'm offering? Oh no, I was just asking about nonprofits. Any way, any means of help that you can, because really it's about like you're a professional in a professional world. So I just wanted to know of any other means that you know that can help people who are in the same business as you or any other um, charities or nonprofits that you're promoting. Yeah, I mean the charities and nonprofits would be the ones that I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, but other than that, for photographers themselves, um, yeah, I would just, you know, definitely Google out there. Like I said, PPA does some free stuff, Adobe, um, and those are the only few I can think of right now. That's, I'm sure That's totally people. fine. You did more than enough. I mean, honestly, the the, the charity charity side, I would not expect you to go. You went local. You went uh, you went to an like you went two routes that I did not expect, and then an international. <laughs> you covered all your bases. I mean, honestly. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I was I wasn't sure what you were going to ask me, Jose. Let's just face it. This is like <laughs> all uncut. <laughs> so- yeah, and you really, honestly, it's just you know you are someone who is very. I think it's it's very special to have you on because, again, we are people who are like just fans of certain, you know, I love photography, but I don't know everything about photography. I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of the local community or anything like that. That's where you come in. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and there's actually a lot of local photographer groups, um, you know, out there. (laughs) If you just Google it. Um, and I'm a member of a few Facebook groups. Okay. There's definitely, I think if you, if you reach out, you know, there's definitely places where, where you can find support. And, you know, if anybody wants to reach out to me personally, that's fine too. I'd be okay. happy to, you know, maybe steer in the right direction and, and help them out. Awesome. And like you said, with your photography, if you love photography, just, just stay at it, stay yeah. at it, you know, play around with it. Some, one thing that I learned about, you know, photography and life in general is to just, you know, just try it, just mm-hmm. try things. Don't get discouraged. And another thing is I used to read up a lot about things like trying in theory. Yeah. Figure out stuff. Yeah. I like that. That, that but that only goes so far, right? You have to do it. You have to do things. Absolutely. So, yeah. 
I will leave you. I will. Leave, I will end on one last question: Is that the fact that you've been through the 2008 crash and you've now experienced this? What has been your greatest piece of advice you could give someone? You know, who's you know maybe struggling or who's having a hard time, maybe keeping their business afloat. Huh, that's a good question. It's it's tough. I mean, you know, we're all even depending on what business you're in, it just can be so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I think patience and optimism, obviously, but yeah. also also just getting getting active and doing things and not um, you know just resigning to to thinking that this is it. Um, I think maybe pivoting, you know, reevaluating, um, thinking outside of the box, Yeah, you know, just being open-minded. And I think one of the big things for me too, personally, is talking to people that give you energy and that don't suck it out of you. And, um, that will help you, you know, just come up with things like actually brainstorming together. I love it looking at other people that are maybe in your field, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping that businesses out there are doing that just like us photographers are. We have a good community out there of photographers and then don't hesitate and reach out, reach out because we're all struggling. We're mm-hmm. all in different ways, but um, I think it's, it's just that moment of reaching out that can really make a difference. I I 100% agree, and I I want to end by saying thank you again for coming on. I know how must how it must have been a little bit of a struggle to like you know what is going on, what are we gonna do? But you you managed and you pulled through and you made it look so easy. You knocked it right out of the park. Oh, you're so kind. Can I ask one bit really really quick about yeah. what I said about reaching out? Um, and I think that doesn't only apply to businesses. It mm-hmm. applies to anybody and also concerning mental health, mm-hmm. um, you know, because it is so difficult during this time. Yeah. Um, and then just knowing that, hey, you may reach a point where you just need to reach out to somebody. So yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that would be another thing I would like to put out there. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank absolutely. you. Well, this was this was fun. This was I'm good. glad. Yeah, it's super easy to talk to. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. And before we go, we usually let the end uh, end of the podcast be you promoting um, not only your website, but your social media, anything that else you want to promote. This is your chance. Uh, go ahead and take it away. Oh, wonderful. All right. So, yeah, find me uh, in my business under uh, uh, um, well, three W's dasphotohouse.com. Let me spell that for you. It's D-A-S-F-O-T-O-H-A-U-S, which means photo and house in German. Um, I think everybody gets that. <laughs> and I'm hoping that Jose will put it um, somewhere in the, in the oh, notes. Well, so yeah, it's a photo house, same thing on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. The promotion that I'm doing right now for the month of May is every, anybody I've photographed in the past, get in touch with me. I'd love to, you know, send you the proof gallery link again and give you a huge discount on additional images. If you want to buy them at least 50%, depending on what images they are. And then for new clients or anybody that would like to schedule a shoot, 
Um, through November, I'd love to give a special to where for like a headshot session or branding session, I would give you one extra image. Um, yeah. So just, just to help everybody out. Right. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. So that, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> now it's my turn. Ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you to connect with us. So find us on our social media at Finding Arizona Podcast. That is Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, Finding Arizona Podcast. And if you would like to help us, you don't need to, but if you would like to help us, you can do so at patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. We would really appreciate it. And in return, you will get bonus content available there for you the super fan so that being said we say goodbye to you claudia thank you so much for coming in thank you jose goodbye and Brittany too although i haven't talked to her <laughs> yeah she's uh she's actually working right now she is um I, I don't know if she ever told you but she's in the uh she works at a nursing home so she is an essential worker and she is working right now Oh, I bet you she's working hard. Well, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, Jim. absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Okay, thank so, you so I'm going to say goodbye to you and goodbye to everyone. Bye, y'all. Bye, Jose.